You know the feeling you get when you're feeling overwhelmed and it just feels like all of these expectations are pulling at you. There's all this guilt and the shame that's happening because you're trying to meet all of these expectations, but you're not. So then you start to beat yourself up. You feel bad and all of that snowball effect. So today, that's what I want to talk about throughout this whole process of dealing with my mental health. That's something that I've recently gotten a lot of clarity on. And so I wanted to share that with you today and hopefully get you some clarity as well. So buckle up, get some coffee, do your thing, and let's get into it. Welcome to Worth It, the podcast where we answer anxiety, deflate fear, and shut down shame. You were made to thrive. My mission is to help you get deeply rooted with God and reclaim your weapon that the enemy of God has been using against you. After going to battle for my own mind four years ago, I realized that there is a war going on for our minds, a battle that begins with how we think. Sis, you have much more control than you realize. With each episode, you'll learn how to fight back and become more confident in the truth that God already knows. You are worth it. I'm Michelle Remington, thought captivator, daughter of the king and warrior mama. Grab your sword, daughter of the king. It's time to unleash your inner warrior princess. Welcome back, warrior. Here recently, for myself anyway, I've been praying for clarity so that I can see myself through God's eyes because the more clarity I get, I know what I'm dealing with and then it gives me a better idea of how to take action on it. At times, I can literally say it feels like I'm being pulled in all kinds of different directions. And that's not even counting all the different directions I feel pulled in with my family, with my children, with my work, managing a house, with all of that stuff. But then there's all of these other societal, familial, behavioral patterns. And so I want to kind of do a little bit of a deep dive and then come back in and, and not get too deep, but deep enough to give you some answers. So that's where we're going today. One thing that I've really come to understand is that with a lot of these expectations, they kind of come in these categories. So there's society expectations. So there's there's a whole set of society expectations if you're a woman. And then that's just in general, that's really enough, right? Because you've got feminism going on, you've got secularism going on, you've got the current culture going on, and all of that rigmarole. And then if you're a mom, if you're a wife, if you're working in any capacity whatsoever, there's all of those expectations that are pulling at you. You need to be this, you need to be that, but don't be too much of this, don't be too much of that. You know, it's just like, there's no balance There's also your familial or like your family expectations that you have. And maybe it is something that's part of your culture, or maybe it's just how your family does things. And so there's, there's that kind of expectations that you're dealing with. And, and then that whole thing can get into expectations that have been set by behaviors of other people and things that are allowed to happen in your family, whether it be like people being bossy, or if there's like some kind of abuse going on. I mean, there's the, I mean, there's so much 
into it. And then you have like your own behavioral patterns that you have going on based upon what you've experienced in life, but then also the things that are have been modeled for you in life, like your examples of how things should be done, how you should be, how you should feel, how you should act. So as you can already tell, that's a lot. And what I'm finding is the more I invite God in to my mind, to my present, my past, my future, my heart, my soul, my mind, every single part of me, the more I invite God in, the more I'm recognizing the balance that God is able to provide. And for me, anyway, and I think this is something that's probably really relatable for a lot of women that have to deal with all these same expectations that you have to deal with in your life. Being able to let those things go and being able to invite God into that process amplifies it, right? Because we can only do so much on our own. We can only get so far with our mental health journey, with our with our emotional health journey on our own. But when we invite God into that process, I mean, we're talking about inviting the God of redemption, inviting the God of immense healing into this process. Like he sees everything. He knows your past, your present, your future. He knows every single thing that you felt even the things that you never express to anybody else. He knows your heart. He knows your mind. He knows your soul. He knows the things that you tamp down and you don't talk about. You don't even try to think about them. You just run over them with the rest of the things that are going on in your life. He knows all of it. And when you invite God into that process to start letting go of those expectations and just quite frankly, be the person that God created you to be. That's when you can see immense transformation, spiritual, supernatural transformation with God. That's the catalyst here. That's what you need in your whole mental health, emotional health journey. You need God, no matter what you do, You may start out on your own, but if you're going to finish and you're going to finish well and keep on healing, you need God. Now, in my own journey and my own process of understanding these expectations and myself, I have to get into the meat and potatoes of it right? I can't just be like, oh, there's expectations and I can let them go. No, I have to know where they're attached, what the mechanism is, how they work, how they've been working in me, you know, how they've been affecting me, all of that. I need to understand all of that so I can properly let go of them. And so in really diving deep down into that, there's a few things that I'm starting to understand. And I want to share those with you. Now, just because the expectation is there, whether it be 
societal, familial, um, behavioral, anything like that, any expectations, just because the expectation is there, it doesn't mean that you have to meet it. Yes, there have been certain behaviors and there are certain behaviors and certain ways of doing things that are modeled to us. And it's especially worse now because of social media. We have video just playing in front of our eyes and and it's literally like an example that is there of how things should be done. Like (laughs) if you watch any of those videos, like here's our fridge restock and, and all of my containers and my refrigerator match. And I've got everything perfectly lined up and everything looks like a magazine shoot when I'm done. And this is how I live my life, that kind of thing. You know, (laughs) any kind of like videos like that, whether it be social media or YouTube or anything like that. When you watch those things, sure, they can give you ideas, but just be careful because they can also set examples in your mind and it can take an unhealthy turn when you're trying to meet those things. And you'll look around your house and you're like, my, my house does not look like that one that I just watched that I really liked so much. And then you get frustrated and stressed over it. And it's, it's a vicious cycle. So that's why I say just because there is an expectation or an example there doesn't mean you have to meet it on on either side. And I say that because, you know, there's these expectations, especially for women and, and moms. It's I mean, it you can literally quite literally feel like you are the ping pong on a ping pong table. And there's like six players on either side. <laughs> I don't know how else to describe it. You know, it's like, oh, you have to be feminine, but then you have to be tough and you have to, you have to show them that you're no nonsense, but don't be too no nonsense because then they're going to call you a Karen. There's just like ping pong of all these ideas that you have to meet. Don't be this. Don't do that. And quite honestly, they're just opinions. It is not anything set in stone. It's not like if you don't act like this, you're not going to be accepted in society or anything like this. It's literally just opinions. But oftentimes on social media, especially those opinions can be presented as some kind of authority. Like this is the way it should be. If you're really going to be a woman, then you need to go to the salon and get your hair done every week and get your nails done every week and all of this stuff. Now, I'm not going to anybody that does that, but like that is not realistic. And you got to do what's right for your life. The way that you know what's right for your life is by inviting God into that process and really working with God in that, asking him to open your heart, open your mind, open your eyes, helping you to really take an objective look at your life and how you're doing things and looking at it from there and finding that middle ground, kind of like staying neutral, not really like, oh, well, this person says this, so I'm going to do it this way. Or this person says this, I'm going to do it this way. Just sticking with Jesus, basically. Just sticking with Jesus. Staying neutral, thinking your own thoughts, reasoning in your own mind. I mean, after all in the scriptures, God does say, come, let us reason together. You have to prioritize 
your own thoughts. And sometimes that might even take like a detox from social media or any other thing that you're looking at that's influencing your ideas about how you need to be living life. Unless it is the Bible and you are looking at it with God and really applying to God to find out how it is that you need to be really looking at your life and living your life and really looking at it through the eyes and through the lenses rather of grace and mercy, then maybe you just need a break from it. Because a lot of times we watch those things and and expose ourselves to those things so much that we forget what God's word says. I know I've done that <laughs> plenty of times. I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. It does say that. So just don't feel bad if you do it. I'm just saying, you know, there's a lot of times when we come full circle and we got to come back around because there's so many things that are bombarding us. That's why it's so important to reason in your own mind and prioritize your own thoughts. Jesus wants you to be of one mind with him. And it's hard to do that when we're exposed and influenced by so many different voices and ideas and opinions through social media or books or the news or shows or anything like that. Now, (laughs) I say that and just from experience, I know that the challenging part of that is, is that a lot of times you can get so overwhelmed that you kind of have to veg out. Like, I need a timeout. I need to scroll through something so I can kind of process this because I, I feel like my wires are overloading right now. It's hard to do that. And that's where we have to ask God to help us in changing our behaviors. And trust me, I definitely know that as you get older, it's harder to change your behaviors, but it's definitely possible. I can promise you that. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Keep your eyes in his word to understand who it is in the life that God has given you that you should be doing things. Now, while you're trying to detach yourself from these opinions and belief systems and things like that outside of you, you may also be dealing with deep-seated thoughts, beliefs, um, traditions, and things like that from your own family and uh, things that you've just kind of picked up, whether in your family or your friend group or your community, your church, anything like that. It is a challenge to dismantle those things. But when you partner with Jesus it's basically like having the master engineer. Like he knows how all the systems work. He knows exactly what wires to cut so things don't blow up, you know, kind of thing. And he can get right in there and he can help you out with that. Now, another thing I will say is that it's possible to get impatient. You're like, you know, I've been struggling with this. Why can't I just get over this? What are we doing? And then all of a sudden you get to a point where you see where God has been working through your past, through your thoughts, through your emotions, through all of that intricate weavings of all of that crazy stuff. God's been working through all of that. And then you have a breakthrough. You may have not even seen it coming. So try to be patient through the process. I speak from experience. Partner with God through the process and it will be easier. I promise you. 
I mean, it's it's not going to be a cakewalk, but it's definitely easier to work with God than against God when you're trying to heal yourself mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Because when we try to heal ourselves mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, and like just do it ourselves, there's so many things that we don't see. And there's a lot of damage that we can do. But when we have God working with us, he sees it all. He knows how it all works. And there may be things that he can instantly heal, but there's things that have caused a lot of damage. And that healing has to take time because it's healing multiple areas. Like that's the healing that you just like really feel. Not like poof, it's gone one day, but like the healing that you really feel because you've been living with it for a while. I really hope this has helped you today. I've been at this for five years now in really trying to understand and heal emotionally and mentally, spiritually. And I can definitely tell you, if I had not had God in the process, I may not be here today, quite simply. So you definitely want God a part of that. I want to thank you so much for joining me today. Hopefully this has blessed you. Let's go ahead and finish out in prayer. Lord Jesus, thank you so much for this opportunity to flesh out all of the ins and outs and kind of the mysterious things at times for us when we're trying to heal emotionally and mentally. Thank you, Lord, for helping us to see those different components so that we can really see what's going on and understand where the healing has to take place and what kind of healing has to take place with these different components that you're allowing us to see in this healing process. God, you are so good and so amazing and so loving. If anything, through this whole entire process of healing emotionally, mentally, spiritually, I have seen and recognized how big your love is for me, for all of us. I thank you for that, Jesus. You are truly amazing and you are our loving father. Thank you so much. I pray, Lord, that you would continue to open up our hearts, our minds, our souls. Help us, Lord, open our understanding, open our eyes, our ears. Help us to really see what is going on, what the battle plan is of how we're being attacked and how maybe we're attacking ourselves and sabotaging our own healing. Lord, you see it all. You see every aspect of of all of these things. And I pray, Lord, that you would open our eyes and our ears to it. Help us, Lord, to let go so that you can heal, Lord, so that you can help us to release and detox the things that we need to detox. And I pray, Lord, that you would give us a hunger and a thirst for your word and for that special time with you, God, in prayer. Help us to prepare ourselves and build up our hearts, our minds, and our souls with your word and with our special time of counsel and prayer with you, Jesus. I thank you, Lord, for the work that you're doing in us. And I thank you for the healing that is to come, Jesus. It's in your precious and holy name we pray. Amen and amen.
Thank you for joining me on another episode of Worth It. Be sure to leave a review and subscribe if this podcast has been a blessing to you. And to find more tools for your journey to deepening your faith, emotional mastery, and thriving on purpose, visit michelleremington.com.